Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Tuesday, uh, October 12th. I hope that your Monday was great and your week got off to a good start. Uh, hey, the markets, uh, you know, they kind of ended up like Friday. They were down a little bit. Um, so the question is, where are we going today? It looks like maybe at least right now, maybe we'll get a little bounce uh, off of yesterday's uh, downward close. Maybe we'll get a little bounce up today. And we'll talk about that more when Dave joins us here in just a few seconds. Uh, before I do, again, I want to remind everybody, there's only one thing that any of us can control within our portfolio, and that's how much risk we have. And if you don't know what that risk number is for you, it's really important that you walk through our core retirement design to figure out where that core of your retirement is, what makes it up, how we need to you know, be looking at that core of, of our retirement and designing the retirement we always dreamed of. Give us a call at 863-382-0037. With that, we got Dave coming up right now. Dave here. Now 21 before 9. It's time to check in and find out how your money's treating you on Wall Street. You got a retirement fund, even if you're just stuffing money in an old sock somewhere. What we talk about this morning actually does affect you. And we talk about it with Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services in downtown Sebring, who is on the line. Philip, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Dave. Hey, doing well today. It's, uh, you know, yesterday, Friday, not not such good days on the market, but maybe, just maybe, we can bounce off of some of those uh, negative returns and bounce positive today. That would be a great thing. You know, I believe prayer works, but I'm, I'm a little cynical until we start getting some <laughs> <laughs> to set the uh, table was an off day. We were kind of discussing what was probably causing it worse yesterday. Blue chips were off the most yesterday. The Dow was off 250 points. Standard & Poor's was off 30. And the NASDAQ was down, quote, unquote, only 93 points yesterday. And the interest-sensitive stocks actually were the smallest losers of the batch, which kind of means that we're talking about a combination of concern over the Chinese real estate, the crisis going over there, the price of oil going up, plus interest rates, and of course, those 60 container ships sitting off the coast of California twiddling their thumbs. Yeah, you know, it's um, that was two days, so Friday and Monday, now we've had two down days. It does look like maybe we get a bounce at the open, um, but we had a bounce yesterday at the open, right? We were we, we, we opened positive yesterday. We just couldn't hold on. And there were some swings throughout the day yesterday from, from uh, positive to negative and, and back again, and then finally finishing the day uh, in the red. So um, just because we start today one way doesn't mean that's the way we're going to end it. Yeah, the opening markets are not quite giving us the trend line that we used to be able to predict because we start out strong and then run out of steam middle through the day, or worse yet, something weird happens during the day that prompts the sellers to get cynical about things. We do have to mention Southwest Airlines' continuing flight disruption. And uh, we were talking about it before we went on the air. It's just one of those textbook examples how to handle a, a crisis situation in the worst possible way instead of saying, hey, we got some labor issues, we got some pilots that are calling in sick because they don't want to get the jab. Now now you said they're blaming it on Florida's weather as to why they're having all our problems? Yeah, that was one of the things, that and staffing. And so I like, what, really, you're, you're blaming Florida's weather of all things? <laughs> just, 
Now, just say, hey, I got a bunch of pilots who don't want the jab. We'll work it out until they got, they've got until the 8th of December, but in the interim, we might have some problems. Folks won't like that, but at the very least, truth is always the best defense, wouldn't you think? I, I would think so. I mean, this is uh, this has been going on long enough. Uh, they need to get uh, get a hold of what the issue really is and get it resolved here quickly. Because, I mean, before we went on the air, you mentioned it. Holidays are coming up, and uh, people are going to be flying. Absolutely. I mean, folks are making the airline reservations for Thanksgiving weekend, even as we speak. Are you going to make it on Southwest, given the way they're going? It's certainly going to make you think twice. Other things that are affecting concerns that aren't necessarily high on the radar screens on the top of the hour news, uh, the Evergrande bankruptcy and default out in China. Uh, they missed another bunch of bond payments yesterday, and now the word is there are four different Chinese real estate developers that are in bond trouble over there. We kind of got reassurance a few weeks ago that that big real estate crunch over in China wasn't going to be contagious and go across the pond. But now there's four more out there, and there could be some international investment firms that are exposed to this. That isn't helping the blue chips and might impact on the financials when we start getting their reports starting tomorrow morning. Well, it definitely will be impacting um, some of those things. The um, uh, it's, it's not going to impact probably the third quarter results, but but it's going to impact the forward looking guidance that they may give. Uh, the other thing that we need to point out, we've talked about it a little bit over the last week or so, and that's China and their energy crisis. Well, reading an article this morning, they're not the only ones that have mm -hmm. an energy crisis. India is in a major energy crisis. They only have eight days on average of coal to fire their power plants right now. And some of their power plants only have two days of coal available. Um, so they're running the same same issues that China is. They're having a shortage of, of coal over there, which could basically close down some of their plants and, and cause some more issues. And there are companies over there who do not want to go without air conditioning in the Indian subcontinent, because basically 12 months a year, it's hotter than blazes over there. Yeah, I mean, you definitely, um, that, that, would, that would not be good for those folks. Offhand, I think so. So now we've got both Europe in crisis, China having energy difficulties, and now India as well. So far, we appear to be the only country that are just whining about the prices, but we don't have a shortage of any great value. How long is that going to last for us, do you figure? Well, yeah, I saw a headline, didn't get a chance to read the article yet, that, uh, you know, is America doomed to replicate Europe's energy crisis? I haven't had time to read that article yet, but... Uh, you know, it's definitely raising the question of um, are, are we next in line? It's very hard to imagine that a crisis that's going as globally as this is isn't going to affect us any more than having obscenely high-priced gasoline, which we'll get to in a few minutes here. Earnings season begins tomorrow morning, and I started combing through all of my tip sheets and whatnot, trying to get a reading as to where it's at. One of the big uh, prognosticators is saying that they expect to have a good earnings season, but we don't expect to have any really pleasant surprises coming out when the financials start reporting tomorrow morning. Is that about the timber that you've been getting? You know, that's, uh, I think that's basically in line with what a lot of folks are saying. Um, but, you know, we, we, don't want the, we don't know what the numbers are until the numbers come out. And, and you and I both know that when the numbers come out, it's looking backwards. So that's, that's a good thing. We want to know how they did. But we also want to know, hey, the fourth quarter, what's it going to look like for the fourth quarter? And how are they going to end up 2021? 
given the supply chain worries that we've got as far as how it could affect the Christmas season, I would go out on a limb and guess that this is going to be one of those earnings season in which guidance pretty much will trump absolutely everything else on a company's annual, uh, quarterly report. I'm, I'm guessing it will, too. If you've got good guidance, I think that uh, if you may have had a rough quarter the quarter before, if you've got some decent guidance coming forward, um, and, and, and if your annual guidance is good to finish up the year strong, I think that will have more influence on stock prices than, than the past history. Understood. The word I'm getting is that we're expecting like 3% increases on profits and whatnot for the year, for the uh, last quarter, and that would be perfectly fine. It's certainly not the 6 and 8% GDP growth rates that we dreamed of, but at the very least, it's in that range. Uh, word is that basically uh, we're just sitting here and wondering what they're going to do. One of the things going to factor into those guidance reports is going to be inflation. I was giggling with you before we went on the air. One of my tip sheets was talking about, quote, unquote, unprecedented inflation. And I told you that it just kind of reminds me how old I am because the kids writing these reports evidently weren't alive during the Carter years when we were looking at 10 and 12 percent inflation for a while. Yeah, those were some painful years, definitely. Um, and uh, those that lived through them, don't forget them. So, but uh, but yeah, there's there's a couple of generations now that that don't even have a clue what that inflation looked like. Yeah, we're looking at four percent right now and going OMG. And as you and I have been talking about, four percent is not good. It's double what the Fed wants to see on an ongoing basis. And if it sticks with us at that rate, yeah, that's enough to do damage. But uh, you know, get some perspective here, folks. We, we've lived we've lived through a run and ton worse than that. Absolutely, we have. So, hey, you know, as we kind of finish up this morning, I, you know, really tomorrow will be the big day on earnings with some of the financials coming out. But, but we did have one company report, Fastnell, which is the an industry production. You know, they make uh, products for for industry. Um, they came in basically in line with what was expected at forty two cents a share. Revenue also was in line. So, so the, you know, they were basically doing what was expected. Uh, they continue to have issues with inflation related to their materials and transportation costs. Um, and so they were actually down about 1% earlier today, and they flipped that now. They're up about a third of a percent right now. Okay, that's cool. And uh, given the fact that they're a manufacturing supply company, that's a good harbinger of what we might be able to look at or at least hope for as the earnings season gets started tomorrow. Uh, yeah, it really is, you know, because that's uh, that goes into manufacturing and some of those other things that uh, are, are key indicators for us. Understood. Resetting the table for the morning. Yesterday was a down day between two-thirds and three-quarters of a percent at all of the major indexes. You've been kind of alluding to the notion of a bounce back, Philip. We're 45 minutes before we open. Do we have any green ink of any size out there? We do. The question is, what size is it? Because it's dwindling as we speak. Um, yeah, we've got the S and P five hundred is uh, you know it's up three dollars. We've got the the Dow up seventeen dollars. We got the Nasdaq up about thirty seven dollars. So nothing's lighting the world on fire today, Dave. Um, we look at um, the commodity side. Uh, silver continues to fall down one point three percent this morning to $22.37 an ounce. Gold is flat right now. And crude oil is down only about a quarter of a percent, lower than what it was yesterday when we talked, down to $80.31 a barrel. 
Well, gosh, thank heavens for small favors. Under under 81, right? Yeah, under 81. We can't say under 80 yet. <laughs> and I'm not optimistic we're going to for a little while. Overseas markets, the energy concerns affected the Asian rim. All of those indexes were down, some of them pretty substantially. Hong Kong was off by almost a percent and a half at the close early this morning. Europe is off, but not by a whole lot. We're talking about a third to a half a percent in all three of their major markets that we track, 45 minutes into the beginning of our trading day. Philip, getting advice as to how to insulate ourselves from all the surprises, good and bad that could happen on the market over the next few weeks. That takes help from a pro. How do I get a hold of you to get that help? Dave, all of the things we talk about today and, and all that we talk about on this show really is the reason we designed our, our process called the Core Retirement Design. Give us a call at 863-382-0037. Check out our website at statlerfinancial.com and join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show 6 a.m. Saturday, we'll miss noon because of the Gator football game, and we'll be on Sunday morning at 10 uh, on Highlands News Talk 730 and also now on 95.3 FM. Absolutely. We are everywhere every weekend. By the way, are the Knowles going to win this weekend? They won last weekend. Um, I think we actually have this weekend off. Oh, okay. So they aren't going to lose this weekend. That's right. So they won't lose this weekend. We'll take that, too. Thank you, sir. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow morning. Be well. All right, man. Have a great day. Thanks. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. You tell us a penny over your shoulder. Hey, folks, remember, your retirement is important. That's why we designed our process called the Core Retirement Design to help you develop and design the retirement you always dreamed of. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to get your core retirement design. Hey, take care until tomorrow. Thanks. Bye now.